0: True form life. Green
1: Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. If you didn't get a chance, uh, check out the last show we talked about tips to live healthier that'll help you move forward past all these New Year's resolutions and continue to live healthier. Today, I'm very excited. We have Angela Isoldike with us. She's a holistic health and lifestyle coach, and uh, she's just been in the health industry for a long time. She has so much knowledge. Uh, she's been dealing with gyms and health food stores and nutrition companies. So uh, today, we're talking about the top nutrition pitfalls and how to overcome them. Angela offers such great information, and she says it in a way that's easy to understand. So that's always beneficial for myself and uh, hopefully you guys as well. So, I hope you enjoy the show. Coming up
0: This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Taddea. Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body.
1: Today, I'm excited to have Angela Iseldike with us. She's a holistic health and lifestyle coach, and you heard all about her on the... On the intro, but anytime we have someone that joins us on the show that's had over ten years experience in in the, in the health field is a great privilege for us to have on. So, without further ado, let's welcome Angela to the show. Thanks so much for joining us, Angela.
2: Oh, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I'm
1: looking forward to this interview. I have been for a couple of weeks now. I'm glad we finally got our schedules together and could get you on air.
2: Yeah, same here.
1: Today we're talking about overcoming nutrition pitfalls. Before we get into that, I want to give our audience. A chance to resonate with you a little bit and understand where you're coming from. So would you mind explaining some ideas of where you're coming from and what you've dealt with?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, I do with clients all the time and I'm always constantly surprised at uh, looking at people's diets, you know, despite the fact that we have access to so m- many health food products and we know that we should eat our vegetables and whatnot, 58% of us are not even eating our fruits and vegetables on a daily basis. And, you know, 30% of us have pre-diabetes Um, Many of us have low thyroid, and we're sitting here with a lot of high stress, and we're sleep-deprived. So despite the fact that we have access to all these nutrients, we're still seeing deficiency signs, and... I just think it's really important to address them and uh, mitigate against them.
1: Just uh, a little bit about yourself, if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, I was interested in you growing up on a honey farm. Is that correct? Yeah,
2: I did. I grew up on a honey farm.
1: <laughs> and I was thinking about that kind of on the way to the studio. Like growing up on a honey farm, like I've got stung by a few bees, but. <laughs> Poking around the wrong places. <laughs>
2: what, yeah.
1: What was that like?
2: Oh, you know what? It was. It, it was looking back at it. It was a really great experience, and it is a really neat experience. Not many people can say, "Hey, you know, my dad's a beekeeper," kind of thing. And uh, but I did learn a lot from it. And I think a lot of my passions for health and natural living came from stem from there. And uh, you know, when I went on to go study, um, I, I chose nutrition, and that was back in '99. And you know, just kind of continued my journey from there. So um I think it just growing up on a honey farm just it, it just really um yeah really stemmed my passions for health and
1: So did you guys always have fresh honey around?
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, everything was honey. There was no no sugar in the house at all. We you know our family every time there was uh sugar in a recipe we'd always substitute with honey and you know we're like the granola family
1: so you know most people are grow up on refined sugar and that's just the way it is so that's pretty cool that you've started your lifestyle with with honey
2: (laughs) yeah i think so i think it it may be attributed to the fact that i never get sick (laughs) knock on wood but i really don't get sick and um and honey has has a lot of uh aid that it can do for, for people that are looking to boost their immunity and, and whatnot. It's a great choice against sugar, absolutely. Right,
1: okay. And then what, how did you pick the holistic field? There's all kinds of different ways you could go conventional, of
2: course. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Well, holistic, I mean, it, it's, it's it's grown a lot over the years and it just, it really resonated with me just due to the, how I was raised and, you know, looking at the whole person and instead of looking at just fixing things the conventional way um, because, you know, when someone has a symptom of something, it's it's usually it's not usually just one thing that's causing it. So uh, I chose holistic because you know you can go you can go with a number of areas. Wow, specific to the person.
1: You've been involved in gyms and health food stores online and, and top nutrition companies. How are you able to move forward with that? Is that something, just a, a passion that you've been able to follow through throughout your life? Or is it, how, did, how did that come about?
2: Yeah, well, I've been I've really been lucky because I, I developed my mission statement, which is to empower people to have a, health, a healthy, extraordinarily par- powerful life. And when I developed that, I've just been able to kind of use that whatever I end up doing. So having owned a chain of health food stores, you know, I can, I can fulfill my mission through there. Um, you know, working for Top Nutrition Lines, I can fulfill my mission through that. Um, you know, and just... And for myself and my family, I pass it on to my kids and just through having an active lifestyle, it, you know, it becomes kind of second nature when it's, um, it, when it's your true passion. So I, yeah, I just... The way I live my life and what I do through work and play... I Often ask myself, am I working or playing? because uh, the two into, you know, kind of you know sometimes it's ten o'clock at night and I'm still doing stuff, but it's it's work, but it's also a play and passion. So um, if you can find a passion and tap into it, then it makes life a lot easier.
1: I was listening to an interview not that long ago, and someone was talking about how they kind of feel bad for people that have to go to work. and and, and I don't want to say feel bad. That was just relayed from the interview because so many of us go to jobs that we don't necessarily enjoy or we just kind of go to it because we have to get paid and then we go home but um just having that part a part of your lifestyle and, and doing what you love i think it's so important in life
2: yeah absolutely absolutely it is
1: we want to yeah. talk about the four nutrient deficiencies and iron is something we talked about when we started uh when we talked before the show was on air actually so let's start off with that topic and the importance of that
2: yeah absolutely well low iron is is one of those ones where we don't hear about it as much. You don't find iron in a lot of multivitamins um, just because of the fear of having high iron. Um, but we see that actually low iron affects 25% of active females and 10% of men. And we just aren't eating the, the red meat that we used to. You know, there's a lot of warnings about red meat being high in saturated fat. And so people have really cut back on their red meat intake um, and, and or choosing a lifestyle of being vegetarian or vegan. And we actually see that 40% of vegetarians have actually low serum, serum ferritin, which is your iron storage. Um, so it's, you know, there's, there's lots of demand for iron in the body, especially if you are an athlete uh, or if you're a woman with heavy periods or you're someone who's going through pregnancy or postpartum. You know, it's, our iron needs fluctuate um, through, depending on our energy levels. Uh, and you'll see that if you have low iron, sometimes the symptoms... Uh, are, can be confusing, and people don't realize that it's because of low iron. So, for example, some of the symptoms might be fatigue or peeling fingernails, heart palpitations, pale skin. If your hair is falling out, you know, a lot of women especially will get hair loss. Um, and poor exercise endurance. If, you're, if you run up the stairs and you're out of breath, that can be a sign of low iron as well. So although it's not as common in men, it can be common in men, but it is a lot more common in women. So it's just something to be aware of. And if you do have a concern that you may be low iron, then I definitely recommend getting an iron test done. And there are two tests that you want to ask for when you go to the doctor.
1: What tests are those? Are you kidding?
2: Yeah. So basically, you would go and you would ask for ferritin test um, or a hemoglobin test both of them are, are better so it gives you more picture of what's going on so and the problem though is that you'll, you'll get the result and the range is so broad especially for ferritin uh, for women for example the range is 15 to 160 nanograms per milliliter and for men the range is 15 to 270 so if you're sitting at around 15 or 16 they would come back as saying that you're n- normal. Um, however, you know, your hair starts falling out when you're around that level. So you, know, you want to make sure your iron levels are high. And if you are low, it could also indicate low thyroid, vitamin C deficiency, and celiac disease. So again, going back to the holistic approach, it's, it, it could be one symptom, but there could be some other areas you want to focus on. So you really want to get your iron levels up to about 40 to 70 nanograms per milliliter. And then the other test you want to get is the hemoglobin test. And again, that range is quite broad and a little different for women versus men. Um, But you actually can't give blood if your levels are too low. Um, So, for example, for women, the range is 120 to 160 grams per liter. And for men, it's 140 to 180. So you want to make sure you're at about 140 or so. And the way to do that is through, of course, eating um, high iron-containing foods. So, uh, you know, you're looking at red meats and whatnot are kind of your best form. Um, there's, there are two forms of iron. You can get heme iron and non-heme iron. And non-heme iron comes from plants. And it's actually a lot harder to absorb. Iron is a very hard mineral to absorb. It's a lot easier when it's in the heme form. And that, that you can get through uh, red meats. So, but if you're a vegetarian, then supplementation is I would highly recommend supplementation.
1: And how do you spell that? You he, he said non-heme?
2: Yeah, H-E-M-E is heme iron, and then there's non-heme iron, H-E-M-E. Okay. So it's, th- those are the forms in foods, but if you're looking for a supplemental form, um, you want to look for iron pyrophosphate, um, and, and that's just one of the best forms I've seen. And There's, there's a liposomal technology you can get um, that actually helps with the absorption of it because a lot of iron pills, when you take them from the doctor and and, in different forms they can cause constipation or black stools or um, abdominal discomfort so uh, and also not to mention you may not be absorbing it as quickly so i've found that with my clients when they they take this one the the ferritin and hemoglobin levels are raised quite quickly and people can start feeling better and it usually take it could take up to a year um, but usually it's about three months or so to get your storage levels back and then a good sign is that when your hair starts stops falling out <laughs> and uh, you know your levels are probably at about 70, but you want to go back and get tested again to see where you're at every about every three months or so.
1: So to help uh, food or even supplements or vitamins, however you're uh, getting your iron supply, I heard that vitamin C helps you absorb the iron. Is that true?
2: Yeah, that is true. Um, with the iron pyrophosphate, you actually don't need vitamin C. That's the only form that I've seen through my research. That you don't need vitamin C. But otherwise, yes, absolutely. Vitamin C will help with the uptake of it. And um, yeah, also... Um, yeah, it could be deficient in vitamin C as well, so it could uh, cover you for a couple of other things as well if you're taking extra vitamin C.
1: Iron's definitely an important subject, especially for us uh, listeners out there that are active because you yes. lose iron from sweat. One of my favorite smoothies actually is um, orange and pumpkin seeds because of that reason. Ah, oh, So yeah. um, we need to get iron back in our bodies Especially after workouts So that was just something I've been doing for years And thanks for clarifying that I've read it a couple times But it's nice to hear from someone that it's true
2: <laughs> Yeah, 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 absolutely
1: uh, Well, we do have to take a short break But when we come back We're going to talk about magnesium yeah. And then two more of the other top nutrient deficiencies So stay right there We'll be right back on Exploring Mind and Body
0: Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Taddea is brought to you in part by Kathy and Connie, the new real estate team in town with Widmer Realty. Contact them today for all your real estate needs. All right. Welcome back to Exploring Mind and Body. Today, we're talking
1: about overcoming the top nutrition pitfalls with Angela Isildeg, who's a holistic health and lifestyle coach. So we're moving on to the next segment, and that's going to be, we're talking about magnesium right here. So Angela, jump in there and and inform us on the importance of magnesium.
2: Yes, absolutely. I I love magnesium. It's one of my favorite minerals, and it's often underrated because a lot of us we'll think more about calcium than we do magnesium because the two and two go hand in hand. But if you're someone who's under a lot of stress, you sweat a lot, you drink coffee or exercise a lot, you're gonna really wanna watch out for magnesium rich foods and um, possibly consider supplementation. So if you're finding that your eyes are twitching, you're getting um, leg cramps, you're having trouble sleeping, even things like um, heart disease and depression and things like that are all actually linked and high blood pressure, low magnesium. So if you make sure you take magnesium-rich foods such as, for example, leafy greens, nuts and seeds, beans, uh, grains, fish, avocados, even uh, dairy and bananas, those are great sources of magnesium. However, even if we're eating the, the right amounts of the foods, we're seeing now, you know, maybe not 30 years ago, but now we're seeing that the soil levels of magnesium are quite depleted. So you have to eat a lot of these foods to get the optimal range of magnesium. So sometimes uh, if you are someone who is getting a lot of cramping and whatnot, even despite eating all these great foods, you may want to consider supplementation. But magnesium is just, it's required in about 400 enzymatic reactions in, in the body. So it, we use it every step of the way. So it's, it is a beautiful mineral.
1: When I was doing some research on magnesium, it seems like there wasn't a direct answer to what magnesium can do for you.
2: Yeah, well, it's involved in so many different processes. And sometimes, you know, you, you, you hear things like, oh, it helps with high blood pressure and PMS and headaches and irritability and, you know, all these things. And you wonder, okay, wh- where is it involved? And, and what it is, it's involved in a lot of different functions. So it can, it's involved in the nervous system. It's involved in your muscles. It helps with your muscles relax. It helps, you know, with your your heart to pump better and whatnot. So it really your body grabs it from your blood, you know, depending on the system. And so it, it is quite broad, and if you can study it, but it does so many different things. You can't really just say, oh, it does this one thing.
1: Okay. All right. That that makes sense. Thanks for clearing that up for me. Uh, all right, so vitamin D, that's our next uh, top nutrient pitfall, yeah. so tell us about vitamin D.
2: Well, you know, the, right now we're in winter, and um, we live in Canada, but if you live in North America, just the latitude of where we, where we live, especially during these winter months, you know, we're not exposed to as much sun. And vitamin D is known as the sunshine vitamin, and when we're outside and with our fresh skin and, you know, out in the sun, our body can actually convert uh, and make vitamin D from the sun. but we're not, we're not getting a lot of sunlight or we're in traffic or our lifestyles um, keep us inside a lot. You know, we don't get exposure to a lot of sunlight. So we end up with, you know, vitamin D deficiency. But vitamin D is, despite the fact of having deficiency, is one of those other vitamins that, we would, that many of us need to take uh, for a number of different reasons. There's so much research out there of, of anything. If anyone's going to supplement, I would highly recommend taking extra vitamin D uh, as a preventative as well as a treatment. I was just reading a study just the other day about how vitamin D has been linked to Alzheimer's and weakened immunity. And and how, you know, when you have higher levels of vitamin D in the body, your body is a lot stronger and can fight against these things. So we have to think in terms of prevention, you know, as well as treatment. So vitamin D is found in some foods as well. Um, You want to look for vitamin D, uh, for example, in full-fat dairy products such as butter and also cod liver oil. It has to be cod liver oil, not cod oil, It's cod liver oil. Mm. And there's vitamin D in there. So... (laughs) And um, you wanna look for vitamin D3 versus D2. It's um, just a lot more active and a lot more absorbable.
1: So uh, vitamin D, vitamin D is, um, do you think it has anything to do psychologically with the sunlight and immunity and um, just overall feeling better?
2: Yeah, well the sunlight, absolutely. The sunlight absolutely triggers you know, different circadian rhythms and hormones in the body. Uh, Vitamin D is, you know, does also help with, because it's fat soluble, you're going to get it in, you know, the fat soluble, it's a fat soluble nutrient. So you are going to get it in the nerves and it will help with, you know, depression and things like low thyroid and stuff like that, that can make you feel horrible. But the sunlight also does other things for us too. just you know, from a depression standpoint.
1: Right.
2: Not just for vitamin D.
1: Okay. And though you mentioned a couple, you mentioned the cod liver oil. And then what was the other one?
2: Butter. Like, like full, full fat dairy products.
1: Okay. And then is there any other foods that vitamin D would be high in?
2: Uh, well it's, it is found in, um, well, I mean, those are the ones I know of, but it is like full fat. So it's fat soluble. So you're going to find it in products that have a lot of fat in there. Um, Okay. But those are the main ones. Okay. It, 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 it's actually rarely found in, in many foods, actually.
1: Okay. That, I guess that would make sense why yeah. mo- most people um, recommend supplementing. I usually, I, I mean, I always like to recommend food for... Sub-
2: for food first, sub- always. Right. Food first, always. But so. you're not going to get 2,000 IU per day through food. That's, and that's what I recommend. It's a little bit out there, a little maybe higher than what would be the RDA. Um, but that uh, is what I would recommend. So and also a little note as well, which I wasn't aware of. But you may think you're getting sunlight while you're sitting in traffic, and the sun's beaming on you through your glass. But they've actually found that your body cannot convert when, when you have the glass blocking um, through your skin vitamin D from the sun. So it has to be like skin on skin out there in, in the nature.
1: <laughs> Get outside in
2: order for it to work. So <laughs> okay. And you know what? Even just going on a vacation, um, you know, during the winter months really helps as well, and or even tanning beds you can go and there's a a small amount that you can convert through a tanning bed if you must.
1: (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's go into our our next uh, pitfall here. And that's uh, omega-3 fatty acids.
2: Yes. Yes, absolutely. This is another one as well. And we call it essential omega-3 fatty acids because your body actually cannot make it from anything. You have to eat it through food and through your diet. And about 80% of adults in Canada have uh, too little omega-3 fatty acids in their diet. So, um, you know, many conditions are found to be worsened by a deficiency of it. Uh, for example, heart disease, neurological conditions, and even obesity. And we're seeing, you know, kids with learning disabilities, depression, and even skin conditions um, such as eczema and whatnot are linked to omega-3 um, deficiency. And also joint, joint problems as well are also linked to that. So you want to make sure you're getting it through foods and through diet. And one of the best sources of omega-3 fatty acids are through cold water fish. That's one of the best sources. But you can also get it through, believe it or not, grass-fed beef. But it has to be grass-fed beef. And you know they're, they're finding small amounts of omega-3 fatty acids uh, through that as well.
1: So how do you know if you're deficient in omega-3 fatty acids?
2: Um, well, it's, the, 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 you're going to get some symptoms. Uh, usually... But they may be subtle, but it usually shows up on the skin. So if your skin is scaling and you're getting uh, eczema and whatnot, if you have a lot of inflammation in your joints and a lot of pain and a lot of creaky joints when you wake up in the morning, that can be uh, you know attributed to that. If you're getting a lot of headaches, anywhere where there's inflammation, because omega three helps, is, it works more like an anti-inflammatory. Um, you're going to see omega three deficiency. So you, you want to make sure that you supplement with something or make sure you're eating the cold water fish if you're
1: seeing stay right there on exploring mind and body we're talking about top nutrition pitfalls and overcoming them we'll be right back
0: Exploring Mind and Body with TrueForms True Tadia would not be possible without the help from the following sponsors: AG Foods in Didsbury, Health Street in the Cornerstone Shopping Center Olds, and Shoppers Drug Mart. Working together to help build a healthier tomorrow. For more information on TrueForm Life, True Tadia, or to find out how you can become a sponsor, visit ExploringMindandBody.com.
1: All right, welcome back to Exploring Mind and Body. Today we're talking about overcoming the top nutrition pitfalls. And we have Angela Isildyke with us, who's a holistic lifestyle coach. This is going to be our last segment, and we want to talk about how to overcome them, actually. We addressed more so what they were, being iron, magnesium,
2: Vitamin D, omega-3
1: Thank you for jumping in there And so now let's uh, let's go over to some solutions now And I liked how earlier you talked about prevention That's always my favorite topic um, But let's talk about how to overcome Some of these nutrition deficiencies And move forward and improve our health
2: um, Well the number one thing And, and, I, and I like, we, we think the same way When we think food first So I guess being aware of the nutrient-rich foods And, and making sure that you eat them So for example, red meat Whole grains, nuts seeds, fish, and vegetables, these are, these are really nutrient-rich foods. And if you just start there, even if you just increase your vegetable intake by, you know, four or one serving a day, you know, you're going to get a lot more access to a lot more vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants, for that matter. But red meat, again, we were talking about iron. If you, if you aren't eating red meat, you need to really address that. But it, it does have a plethora of other vitamins and minerals in, in it, um, whole grains as well, nuts, you know, you've got your omega-3s in there, seeds, fish, cold water fish. So just make sure that you're aware of them and you're, and you're consuming these foods on a regular basis. And if you aren't, then you may want to consider, you know, taking at least, at the very minimum, of multivitamin.
1: Okay. Yeah. Let's. Uh, well. I, first of all, I just want to say, that food. We, as most of our listeners know, that there really believe in food and being it heals and prevents and cures. And yeah. uh, these are just these just reinforce. like Angela's an expert in her field, and, and these just reinforce why we need to prevent with food. So don't put it off. Don't just look for vitamins and and hope that that's going to be enough, because often it won't be, and your body doesn't absorb the same nutrients in the same way as as from food, but. Um, but I did want to talk about multivitamin because a lot of us just aren't getting enough vitamins in our bodies. Yeah. So, um, what can you tell us about that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, again, like you were saying, if you are eating the good foods and whatnot, that's the first place to go. Um, but you know, we see a lot of people who are eating Twinkies and drinking Coke and and whatnot, and 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 you really aren't going to get much from there. And we'll talk about you know food robbing. Uh, Nutrient robbing foods afterwards, but just taking a multivitamin, um, again, all of them are not created equal. And because of various reasons, you know, you're going to look, you go to the shelf and you see, you know, 20 different brands and you think, okay, what's the difference between these? Um, so what you want to look for is you want to look for companies that are full disclosure, so meaning that what's on the label is in the bottle. You know, do your research and find out a little bit more about these companies and see where they get their sources from. And there's different Forms of vitamins that are more absorbable than others. So, for example, with vitamin E, you want to look for D alpha tocopherol versus DL alpha tocopherol, um, which is synthetic. And then for B6, you want to look for pyridoxal 5 phosphate. Uh, and for B12, you want to look for uh, methylcobalamin uh, versus cyanocobalamin, which the methyl is actually more absorbable. And like I was saying with vitamin D, you want to look for vitamin D3 versus D2 because it's five times more absorbable. So, you know, just these little tips here um, are really, really important. And then, you know, there's things like fillers and binders that you want to be aware of. And of course, you want to avoid artificial ingredients at any cost, but um, non-GMO and non-irridated as well. And if a company does this, they'll, they'll make sure they tell you this through their marketing.
1: So, if it doesn't so, yeah, say yeah, you really don't...
2: want to make sure you look for that. And really, it's just an insurance. Um, for you, and to ensure that you're getting the RDA amounts of uh, the nutrients.
1: Okay, I'm gonna put that on the show notes, uh, listeners out there. On this will be exploringmindandbody.com/overcoming-nutrition-pitfalls. Um, so just go to the website and I'll list those big words that uh, I couldn't spell. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> that, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll pass it on to you for sure.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, so we have sunlight, and we talked about so vitamin D and iron levels. How are how can we boost those uh, minerals and, and nutrients in our body?
2: Yeah, so again, just being aware of the foods. And the other thing, w- w- especially with magnesium um, and even iron, just remembering that they are hard to absorb. So, you know, you're going to have um, nutrient-robbing foods. So, for example, sodas uh, and and coffee and alcohol and all of these things, they actually will um, prevent you from ab- even more, prevent you from absorbing the minerals and vitamins from your foods. Uh, and from your multivitamin. So if you are going to be taking any supplements or you are eating a really um, excellent, amazing meal, make sure that you're not having it with soda or coffee or alcohol because it'll just deplete you, um, especially of magnesium uh, and and, uh, vitamin C, actually, when you're eating those. So you want to make sure you avoid that. High stress also increases your demand for um, vitamin D, for iron, for magnesium, for all of these things. So, when you're under high stress, you want to make sure you, you're, you're eating a really good diet, but you also want to be taking something to help with you know, the high cortisol, which is your stress hormone. And then, processed foods, remembering that processed foods are stripped of um, nutrients, but they also can rob your body just through the mere digestion of them of some of these stores of vitamins that we have in our body. And just like sugar and and refined flours do
1: as well. Okay. Yeah, thanks for reinforcing that. I think um, on our New Year's Resolution show, I I talked about some simple ways to improve your diet, improve your lifestyle, and that was... I talked about refined flours and and processed foods. So, um, And then on a previous show, we had a holistic nutritionist, that was Rick Coet, Talked about how difficult it is for our bodies to digest foods, which is... um, while while we're under a stressful state especially during the holiday season (laughs) so yeah those are yeah those are great great tips um why don't you could you sum this up i hate to put you on the spot could you sum this up talking about overcoming the top nutrition pitfalls and maybe a couple sentences on how people can address and improve their lifestyle
2: yeah absolutely the number one thing i would tell people is to be consistent so once you start on a good diet train kind of thing just you don't want to make it a one-day-a-week kind of thing. You want to be consistent, and if all you can do right now is have, you know, three days a week or four days a week where you're eating nutrient-rich foods, then do that and commit to it. Um, and just, just be aware of this toll that stress takes on the body. Take your multivitamin. Get outside for 10 minutes a day, and, you know, if you're aware, if you're concerned about iron, go get tested and, and do something about it because it'll help you feel so much better if you can bring your iron levels up.
1: Okay. So that's your most important tip. It's the iron.
2: You know what? I just see so many people, especially active athletes and vegetarians who have iron deficiency and, and they just feel so much better when their, their iron levels get back up again.
1: What if people want more information on you or, um, I don't know, your services or all the things that you do? Where, where can people find more information about what absolutely.
2: you do? Yeah, Absolutely. Well, I've got two websites. Uh, one of them is www.milliondollarlife.ca and the other one is www.bpollenbuzz.com. That's B E E, Pollen, P O L L E N, buzz, dot Z.com.
1: Okay, I'll throw those on the show notes as well. Great. Uh, that was a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. And I love that, that interview. That was, There's so much good information and easy to understand, I think, especially for me. <laughs> Hopefully for our listeners, too.
2: Absolutely. Well, my pleasure.
1: Keep doing what you're doing. It sounds like you're doing good things for other people.
2: Sure thing. Well, thanks so much, too. This segment brought to you by Complete Truth Protein Powder. Live free, live true with whole natural foods. No additives, no preservatives, and soy, gluten, and dairy-free. Supplement with superfood to energize your day. Visit completetruthprotein.co for more.
1: All right, we just, I just want to thank Angela one more time for coming on the show. I know she's busy and she has a lot of things going on. So check her website out. That's going to be on the show notes. And uh, just want to thank you for tuning in. I always appreciate your time and support with, with downloads and comments. All that stuff means a lot to me and, and helps us move the show forward. So just want to thank Jameson Brown for my edits as well and for production. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening.